Hey folks, are you listening to this show on Cyber Monday, November 27th of 2017? Well, guess what? There is a deal today and only today at podswag.com. P-O-D-S-W-A-G.com has amazing deals on products from all your favorite podcasts. Your absolute favorite is probably this one, The Cracked Podcast. Check Earwolf's Twitter page, that's at Earwolf, throughout the day for special deals on everything on Podswag, including our Footnotes t-shirt and our Schmitty the Clam t-shirt for the Cracked Podcast. It's all happening Cyber Monday at Podswag.com. That is Podswag.com. Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Cracked Podcast. My name is Alex Schmidt, and I'm the head of podcasting here at Cracked. I'm also known as Schmitty the Clam, and I am also, also here to tell you what Kansas, mammoths, Texas-Israel relations, and sheep have in common. Yeah, those four things. Uh, Here they are again. Kansas, mammoths, like woolly mammoths, Texas-Israel relations, and sheep. What they all have in common is Donald Trump distracted you from noticing how fascinating they are. Yeah, screw that guy. Okay, here's how fascinating they are. First story first, the state of Kansas is trying to end public schools as we know them. For one thing, Kansas Republicans are making a point of referring to public schools as government schools because the name government schools is scarier. And for another thing, Kansas's Republican-controlled state government drew up budgets with such aggressive cuts to public school funding so many times, the Kansas State Supreme Court had to step in twice this year, in March and October, to say Kansas school funding was so low, so incomplete, it was unconstitutional. Do you know how badly you have to fund education for it to be unconstitutional? If you live in Kansas, you do. Next story, Cracked's own Katie Golden dug this up about woolly mammoths. According to a study in the scientific journal Current Biology, male mammoths might have been stupider than female mammoths, or as the New York Times summarized it, males might have died in, quote, silly ways more often than females. Pile-up mammoth bone finds in Siberia and in South Dakota are turning out to be overwhelmingly male, which suggests that males are more likely to fall into sinkholes or traps or off cliffs, places where bones would pile, suggesting male mammoths, like the males of many species, are more foolish. Here's another thing Katie found. The state of Texas is so concerned with potential Palestinian-led boycotts of Israel Texas passed a state law in July preventing the state from paying funds to any business boycotting Israel, which means that contractors who want to rebuild Houston or Port Arthur or any other part of Texas that's still reeling from Hurricane Harvey, those Texas contractors must first sign a legal document affirming that they have no interest in boycotting Israel. Even though if you think about it, every Texan contractor is kind of sort of boycotting Israel by not living close enough to Israel to work there, but I don't know, laws, it's fine. And finally, sheep are smarter than we ever realized. You see, over at Cambridge University, perhaps England's fanciest college, they did a study of how well sheep recognize individual human faces when those faces are turned at different angles, and those sheep didn't just do well. According to study author Jenny Morton, quote, With the angled face, the percentage drop in recognition for sheep was the same as for humans, around 15%. End quote. Good job, sheeps. I am proud of you. 
Also, we will super footnote that story because one of the main human faces they used in the study is former President Obama. So the story is like a photo gallery of sheep proudly pointing at Obama, like, look at him, you know. Anyway, I know that was a lot. This week's episode of the Cracked Podcast is packed with even more awesome and terrible and amazing stories the world missed out on because one goblin of a man has drawn all of the media coverage all of the time for years. There's an entire world and Congress and 50 states and scientific community that's been ignored. We're going to fix it. Also, we did this episode live and as awesome of a discussion as we had, we super did not cover everything our panel brought to the table. So here I am throwing extra gold your way. And this live episode is solid gold. So let's get you right to it. Please sit back or go take a brisk walk and notice there's a whole world out there, man. See the sun. Either way, enjoy this live episode of the Cracked Podcast with our panel of Cody Johnston, Katie Golden, Rivers Langley, and Siobhan Thompson. I'll intro them more in the theater, and I'll be back after we wrap up. Talk to you then. Oh my God. Welcome to the Cracked Podcast Live. Thank you so much for coming out. Give yourselves another hand for being uh, just the best group. Just the best. Yeah, we're starting from that baseline. It's great. Um, my name's Alex Schmidt, and I'm so glad you're here tonight. We have a very special show lined up for you because it's been like a year and 48 hours since uh, this past election. And since then and before then, someone wooed for the election. I'm just processing that. Like, like I'm going to bring it out, you know? Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, since then and also before then, the news, I don't know if you've observed this thing called the news, it's been all about one guy. And uh, it's just this fella, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but he's the president. And uh, it's very, very focused on him. Everything is about him. And so we thought we'd do a show tonight about all the stories in the world uh, and in the 50 states and in science uh, that are, are great or terrifying or weird or funny or interesting that you probably haven't heard so much of because the president is, it says here, a dumpster fire. A dumpster fire. Uh, these are, I didn't write these, let's pretend. Like, uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, like, uh, you probably know one or two things like that of your own. Later in the show, we're going to have uh, sort of a Q&A where you can line up and, and bring us a story that you say, hey, nobody's been talking about this. I know one thing that's jumped out to me is my home state of Illinois didn't have a budget for two whole years. And I know you think, hey, how does a state happen without a budget? Uh, it, uh, uh, sloppily is the answer. It's very sloppy. It's very difficult to do. We'll talk about that later. Uh, and there's also just stuff all over this state and the world. And we've got the perfect panel to talk all about it. So I think we're going to have a very good time. How about we bring out the panel? How's that sound? Yeah. You're so friendly. Let's get him right out. First up, he is the host of Crack.com Some News and a long, long time video writer, column writer, everything else for the site. Please give a warm welcome to Cody Johnston from all over Cracked and also her Twitter pro bird rights, the one and only Katie Golden. Katie Golden. Give a hand to Katie Golden, please. Any seat, any seat. Next up, uh, he's uh, on the uh, wonderful podcast, Goods from the Woods, and uh, has been on crack shows as well in the past. Please welcome Rivers Langley. Yeah. Uh, she, you know her from College Humor and Above Average, and her Twitter, Vorney Tom. Please put your hands together for Siobhan Thompson. 
Hi, I'm the British one. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we put together a lot of different things going on in the world. I mentioned uh, my home state of Illinois budget at, at the very top, and I want to talk a little bit about how that is a thing. It turns out what can happen is Illinois got a new Republican governor but still has a very, very Democratic legislature, and that was back in 2014. And they so deeply could not agree on how the state could be budgeted that they just didn't have a budget in 2016 or 2017. They had like a law to fund schools, and then otherwise they just continued to argue about how the state would be paid for, and they eventually hit a point where they were going to have to stop selling lottery tickets because they couldn't... <laughs> Pay the out one to winners. profitable thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. They were so unbudgeted that they were like, we can't afford to run robbing people. We can't do right. <laughs> we can't. Our secret money. poor tax we can't do anymore. <laughs> and nobody at, nobody at any point was like, we need to maybe legislate so that this doesn't happen anymore. Like, nobody was like, you know what would help this would be a law. And you know what would help this also would be us, the people that make the laws to make a law. Right. Yeah. What if we made All a government... That could do huh. that. What about if we democratically elected the representatives of that government by like, holding some kind of ballot? It's like they just keep going, like, someone should do something about like, this. Yes, yes, somebody should. Thoughts and prayers. Although, ha ha having spent a little bit of time in the great state of Illinois, I have a feeling everybody there was just like, yeah, at least we're not like those fucking dickheads up in Wisconsin, you know? Like, <laughs> is, there a, is there a moratorium on mentioning the president? No, it's fine. I just figure we want to explore Good the rest of the world. It just, it, well, it, and also, like, this reminds me of him a lot of that, like, you're sitting around and he's like, this is happening. Somebody do something. It's like, no, you're the, you're the president. You're the president. You should do something. That's literally you can, tell, you can tell people to do stuff for you. Yeah. You're the something doer. <laughs> yeah, also, if you can get up on the mic slightly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Well, it also, this happened across the end of Obama and the start of Trump, and neither of them either was able or tried to get our fifth most populous state uh, uh, operating again. They were just like, ah, it'll be fine. And then when the state was threatened with... All the ex-governors in jail, it will not be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many governors are... There's three, right? There's three, uh, I think, It yeah. was four out of the last nine. Um, <laughs> you know what? It's a great so city. <laughs> I, uh, I lived in Chicago for a while because my stepdad was teaching at the UFC, and... Um, it is a very, very weird place that is so rich and so poor at the same time. Yes. Yeah, really. Like, wow, we in Los Angeles would know nothing about that. But that even, even in comparison to like LA or New York, I was like, I lived in New York before I can do this. And then like the level of poverty in the south side of Chicago is right, yeah. horrifying. So the fact that they could yeah. even fund the schools that don't get any funding is like something I guess <laughs> well right that's that they funded it within that. and you're right, right it is a city where the south side is that's where the University of Chicago is mm -hmm. and where a lot of like fancy things are and uh, yeah it's a strange approach to running a whole place and again for the last nine governors three of them Democrats uh, went to jail uh, <laughs> uh, at least one of them is currently in jail Blagojevich um, we've got this thing and it's fucking golden that's, <laughs> that is the quote of 2009 or whenever that happened that they, yeah. they got Rod Blagojevich on tape saying we've got this thing and it's fucking golden Man. <laughs> and now he's in jail <laughs> this summer they reached a point where um, the credit agency said hey we need to rate Illinois credit as junk if it doesn't get a budget, because it keeps ordering services and then not paying the people for the services, and it's been doing that for months. Oh, that's a, that's a Trump thing. 
<laughs> Building yeah, hotels excellent. and then not paying anybody. So yeah. he oh, should God, be the governor of uh, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so they finally hammered out a deal that basically starts to pay for all the debt they ran up, running in an emergency fashion for two years. Uh, and, and it's something that we forgot because everything else was going on nationally. So is it a, is it a state still? It is still <laughs> is it Illinois state. <laughs> it's a protectorate. That's <laughs> protectorate, right? Uh, it is still a state officially, uh, according to my sheet. And uh, it's a duchy of the crown. <laughs> it's been downgraded to a borough. I don't know anything about how England uh, breaks down its things. I'm just... uh, counties, actually. They got counties. Asking. Okay. We have counties, yes. All right. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. It's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Who could know? You know, there's no way to find out. No way Uh, to know. One, one other. Just, uh, I swear, I'll stop talking about my home state in a sec. But uh, they, during the impasse, a mascot was created called TikTok the Budget Clock, and it was a guy in a clock outfit who would hold up a number for how many days it had been since there was a budget, and he would just like dance around behind uh, the governor at events and stuff. And the governor Uh, is uh, Chuck D. Uh, <laughs> Illinois! Yeah. I just want a mascot for every like scandal like Flinty the Leadwater <laughs> Goblin or something. Yeah, Pipey the Poison. <laughs> just a giant access Hollywood bus traveling behind Trump wherever he goes. <laughs> oh God, I would pay for that. If we could just make him it, follow him around like a buzzard. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be amazing. Oh no, Bussy the Bus is here again. <laughs> <laughs> Since it came up, uh, Cody wanted to talk about Puerto Rico. Is has been a big story, but especially there's certain elements of it that are, I think, amazing that not everybody knows about. Yeah, it, it's just how we have to do news now, where like a thing happens and then a week later it it either didn't happen or like it turned out fine. And you sort of have to forget about it. Uh, <laughs> like there's no follow up for a lot of stuff that happens now. Yeah, because um, like somebody's even, taking up a lot of the cycle all the time. Right. Uh, I don't even know. It makes writing topical jokes really easy. (laughs) (laughs) I have a great, great Stephen Miller thing that I just have to wait till he does something else fucked up to use it again. (laughs) Wait until like Monday. (laughs) Well, yeah, in public. (laughs) They're in like Puerto Rico. They kept, you know, saying like, "Oh, it's fine. The death toll is really, really low. Everything's okay." But like, that's referring to the death toll like during the actual storm. But the real deaths happen after it when they don't have power or food or medical or supplies yeah. or water or yeah. all the things people need to live. And they're like waiting in that flood water is not just like water. It's like full of poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And bad. that's bad. And that's like really dangerous. It's pooping like, sharks. It's poop yeah. It really <laughs> is. There's, it this, is. there's this thing you can get. It's, it's called necrotizing fasciitis where like if you have an open wound and then you wade in poop water, like you could die. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't swim with don't, open wounds in general. Just don't go in the poop water don't if, go in the poop if you water. can avoid it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but sometimes you can't avoid it. And this situation right. is very hard to avoid. And so, like, like, the last time I checked, it was, like, more than 900 people since the Everything's Fine mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Uh, and that's a lot of people. So they hired uh, this company called Whitefish. It's a great name. It's a great name. They're from uh, Whitefish, Montana, and it was a company to sort of fix the electrical electrical grid. I thought they were from Locks and Schmear, Brooklyn. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke about bagels. Hello. (laughs) Uh, So Whitefish uh, was hired. They're from Montana. They're from the same town as the uh, Secretary of Interior, Ryan Zink, which is... Oh, yeah. Oh, you know who else is from there, too? 
Richard fucking Spencer. No shit. Whitefish, Montana. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh That's my a real God. fact. I didn't want to talk about he, Nazis he, today. He, <laughs> he gained prominence because he was like mad that they wouldn't let him into a golf course in Whitefish mm. because he was not wow. like, you know, he wasn't a, a minority. And that's how he gained prominence was writing a blog bitching about the, the perils of being a white guy in fucking Montana. <laughs> is, that, is that why they all, their little like Nazi uniforms are all polos and khakis? <laughs> right. I, yeah. I, well, I think it's because Trump was. Wears it, and you know you can. It's better to like see his, uh, you know, sweaty man Punch tits. Right, you need, to, yeah, yeah, you exactly. need to dress like dear leader. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like let us into your to your golf club. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Whitefish though, not to diss Whitefish. It's the most stunningly beautiful place, and that is the thing I've noticed traveling America more than anything else. Is we have just some of the most gorgeous landscapes. You can imagine things that will stop your heart, things that would inspire poetry. Yeah. And they are surrounded by the most fucked up people you can imagine. <laughs> it's like you're looking at the Grand Canyon and it's the sunset and there's a bird flying over and you just hear like, it's like black yeah, on well, black crime. You know, like a white ethno state might not be the worst thing. And you're like, oh, you're ruining this. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, given that they're in some part of Montana, it makes perfect sense that they would be handling a situation in Puerto Rico. It's a very similar place. Yeah. Um, they know all about yeah, uh, flooding tropical by. islands. A lot of seas. A lot of seas <laughs> in Montana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Because in a way, like... They Montana. have glaciers. That's like a frozen sea. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like Montana is like an island of land in a sea of land. Yeah. Right. right. On a big island <laughs> in the sea. On mm-hmm. the globe. Yeah. So, I mean, Same right? Difference. Yeah. You know, um, American geography is uh, very poorly taught in schools, and uh, <laughs> this is no exception. <laughs> no, Montana is a land island. Was, the, was that company yeah. you're talking about, is that the one where there was like eight people that worked for the company? Two people. Two people. Oh, oh I, I, I overshot it by four I have times. I more than two people that work yeah. for me. <laughs> and I'm very wow. poor. I'm doing a show for free at UCB. <laughs> Yeah, there are two people there. Uh, one of them is friends with the Secretary of the Interior, Ryan Zink. His son sure. worked at the company for a summer. And oh. You know just, he was on a rowing team, too. You just oh know. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an all-white rowing team. Um, <laughs> and is there any other kind? <laughs> <laughs> That's sad and true. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Those Polynesians can kick ass. If you've been to Hawaii, yeah, dude. They can row like a motherfucker. <laughs> Not wrong. Don't laugh. That's <laughs> what they do. Their whole society is about settling islands in canoes. They're good at rowing. Yeah. It's a, it's a fact, sh- statement of facts. This room doesn't get on board with bagels and crew real fast. Yeah. Oh, they're a sh- <laughs> this show's over. Okay. I'm making a list. Really not reading this crowd, you guys. <laughs> all right, what like so all this... white sports do you want us to talk about? Like, come on. Uh, Cody, so, the, so a two-person company of one crony. Is handling all of Puerto Rico. It's yeah. only one. You know that other guy's not working much. Right. And it was a, it was a no bid contract, right? Yeah. Uh, you know who my dad is. Work hard. <laughs> Clearly, as soon as this deal was revealed, it was like, oh well, that's uh, that's a, a bunch of red flags there. Uh, no one bid on this. You gave it to your buddy in fucking Montana. <laughs> so uh, I think it was Ken Klippenstein. I believe uh, uh, he's, a, he's a journalist. He, he uh, got okay. the contract um, that oh. they signed. Oh. Uh, and it was just so transparently cronyism. 
like, oh, well, like the government can't audit like how you spend your money and you're giving like $500 a day as a stipend to everybody. How do you spend $500 in a day when you're also doing electrical work? And like, how do you how do it in Puerto Rico? How many sandwiches are these people buying? Like, <laughs> what are you going to spend that money on? The shit water? Like, right. there's no... Mmm, the purest Puerto mm, Rican oh. shit water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad he uncovered that, but I do have to say that Ken Klippenstein feels like the real name of the paperclip that helps you in Microsoft Word. <laughs> Invented by Ken Klippenstein. Yeah, yeah, totally. It looks like you're trying to defraud Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like help writing this contract? <laughs> yeah, it explains his access to documents. I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> docs. Dot docs. <laughs> docs. Dot docs, yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then, anyway, so the, the contract was canceled after they found it. They're like, no, this is bad. And, mm -hmm. uh, and now there's just no one do doing it. anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, so uh, they, uh, they ended up leaving, and they had done a lot of the work already. And one of the uh, lines that they fixed before the contract thing happened, they left, the line was fixed, and like two days ago it went down. And so it went back down to Puerto Rico having like 18% power, and like all the hospitals were down because of the line that Whitefish didn't fix correctly. Jesus. My suggestion, by the way, going forward, if anybody's talking about this in the news, stop calling it Puerto Rico. Say America, because that's what right. it is. Right? Like, that's the, most, that's the part that pisses me off the most, is yeah. it's like, it's not like it's some you know, island that's begging for our help, it's us. You know, yeah, they speak a different language. My other favorite thing was that Trump was like, oh, the, uh, the Democrats are fucking this up. I'm like, they don't have the same political party down there, you stupid fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm are you suggesting he's an idiot? A little bit, yeah. It, that was really, they were like, oh, the Democrats are really screwing this up. I'm like, yeah, they have a different political system. I mean, I was there. literally waiting for him to at one point in an interview just say like, yeah, not a lot of people know this, but Puerto Rico is part of America. <laughs> oh, he yeah. definitely oh, did not know. I mean, no, it's, yeah, it's, no. a, it's an easy mistake to make because even though they pay taxes, they're not allowed to vote. Mm. So, mm. you know. Mm. They have a primary, though. <laughs> they do have a, they, they, yeah. get, they get to vote in the primary and stuff like that. So, I don't know. <laughs> they have a, they have a, a, a non-voting representative to, to the, uh, I don't know. I'm fizzling out here. The point is, it's America, <laughs> goddammit. You don't have to know everything about Puerto Rico. That's fine. I don't, yeah, I don't. But San Juan, I know that. That's there. Or, that's or as the, the president says, uh, Puerto Rico. Or as some people say, Puerto Rico, which he literally said. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, like, 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 nope, an, that's like how a, they all like he just watched West Side Story for the first time <laughs> and was like, I'm amazed. Fun fact, that's his favorite movie. No joke. Oh, no. West Side Story is his favorite movie. God, they just ruined that I'd movie. I heard it was Bloodsport. <laughs> he didn't learn anything. No, from I'm it. not kidding. I heard Bloodsport was his favorite really? movie, actually. Yeah, with oh, Jean-Claude wow. Van Damme. Yeah. So he just likes violent movies. Yeah, well, Bloodsport's badass. That's the one thing I agree with Trump on, okay? It's a, <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> Citizen Kane, Bloodsport, okay? For those listening, his hand barely went yeah. down. <laughs> Any other movies watching, he's like, wait, this doesn't have musical numbers or Van Damme? Pass. <laughs> like, like, well, and Bloodsport, you got musical numbers by uh, old uh, Stan Bush there, the same guy who did uh, uh, the Take It to the Limit. It's insane that you know more about Bloodsport than you do about Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm from Alabama, okay? <laughs> the state of Alabama did this to my brain, all right? <laughs> Are you still registered to vote in Alabama? No, hell no, but oh. I wish I was. Yeah, no. <laughs> Particularly for this one. I don't yeah, know. we don't need to talk I'm about that. I'm not jumping ahead of the, uh, <laughs> of, of the, uh, the agenda here. If, if you are registered there, please vote. Cody, when we were emailing about Puerto Rico, you said that Elon Musk is like jumping in. 
Yeah, uh, this uh, is a cool thing. And like, I, I want to preface this by saying, like, Elon Musk, he has some issues and problems a lot with like unions. He's not very good with unions and uh, labor and uh, his workers, and that's something we should all be aware of and keep an eye on. But he does do good things. Like, he does, I think, have the future in mind. And he just offered in a tweet, he's like, I'll, I'll just like give you all solar panels. I'll just do solar panels <laughs> on the entire island. Right. I, I, got, I got all this stuff already. And this is something he does a lot. Like he was in traffic one day. He's like, I want to I wanna make a tunnel from my house to the airport. <laughs> and then he did. <laughs> so he just, tun- he just tunneled yeah. from his home. He's just like he's, the stonemasons from The yeah, Simpsons. Right. No, he's, <laughs> no he's, he's Iron Man in a turtleneck. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah, he's, he's Wool Man. Like, I'm, just, he's, I'm just worried that after he like gives Puerto Rico power, he's like, now give me 10 young people to go to Mars. <laughs> or I take it all away. They will never return, but their sacrifice will be lauded to the ages. I don't know how Elon Musk sounds, but that's what I Might feel well, like he yeah. probably sounds. He, he like. bathes in virgin blood, yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like Peter Teal just in a hot tub of teen blood. <laughs> hanging out. There's a worry that, like, yeah, like, turning it into feudalism. Like, oh, now you, now you just work for Tesla. Tesla's Puerto Rico. Uh, <laughs> Tesla presents Puerto Rico. It's also, like, companies like Google and Facebook are starting to do that, where they're like, oh, well, yeah. there's a housing problem in these uh, towns, so we're going to make a campus where our workers can live there. Don't do that. Don't, don't like, reinvent feudalism. <laughs> that won't turn out well. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he offered to do that, and the governor immediately, immediately on Twitter was like, yeah, yes, let's talk about that. Uh, so he ended up putting uh, solar panels on a children's hospital and uh, his new batteries on there, and now it's just a place that always has power. And that is like a little bit, little step, obviously, like they're not, <laughs> Puerto Rico's not doing well. But I just thought that was really cool, and I hope they keep doing stuff like that, because you have these companies where... You can just do it. Uh, we, have, we have, a, I think, a problem where like, innovation and the right thing to do is dependent on whether or not it will make you money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you just do that, just do it. Spend all the money. Fix Puerto Rico and make it all solar paneled. Then you'll make a lot of money from proving that that works and that is sustainable. And then you'll always have energy and progress will speed up. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. It's like a, it's a, lo- a lost, leader. World, lost leader investment. Yeah. Like the fucking news used to be. <laughs> We're going to sink a lot yeah. of money into this, but it's going to be uh it's going to be well done. Right. And just like and no, not do the dumb all do the, the time. R- spend the money on doing the right thing that will be good and help. Yeah, exactly. People. <laughs> well, also, and I love how much of this happens on Twitter now. Like that's a good example of massive events just being transacted through Twitter like it's nuts, yeah. <laughs> exchanges it's crazy and one of the one of the tweets he sent like somebody asked Elon Musk you could really do that and he says the Tesla team has done this for many smaller islands around the world but there's no scalability limits so it can be done for Puerto Rico too and I was like you've been doing this for tiny islands <laughs> all well, the time like well, right because that's like he's that's, just showing up yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's sort of his model just like do it in these tiny places and then you develop the technology better and then it's cheap and then you can do it for everybody. The same with like the Tesla cars. Like, yeah, I'll make it, and I'll make it really expensive and fancy so rich people will buy it. But then I'll use their money to make it cheap for people who need it. Yeah. So yeah, there are a bunch of Tesla islands. Yeah, the world's amazing. It's great. It can be. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> when this year is over, things will start looking Yeah, that's up. what we said at the end of 2016, and it went great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, 2018. 
Right. Well, because 2017 is kind of like a weird retelling of 2016, right. but also a mirror image of it in a way. And like also an in-between, because we're like, just in 2018, we can have another election and we can get these people out. We just have to wait until 2018. Yeah. But that also means just getting through 2017. Right. And like watching no our heroes rewards. be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about islands a bit, and Siobhan, you brought up a story that I think people have heard a little bit about. I lately. can't wait for this transition, this by the way. Segue. They don't totally understand. It's, it's something called the Paradise Papers. Yes, and I oh, feel yeah. like this is mm. such an enormous story that does not seem to be playing in this country at all. So yeah. there has been a huge leak of documents from... Uh, basically, one law firm that represents a bunch of financial companies that represent people in uh, tax havens in the Cayman Islands and Jersey and all of these crazy, beautiful places, which is why it's called the Paradise Papers. When you, say, when you say Jersey is a beautiful place. Oh, the, uh, no. the original Jersey. It's the yeah. one in the English Jersey. Channel. Yeah. Not, not the new one. The oldie Jersey, the one with the cows. <laughs> okay. It's such an insane story because every rich person has money in one of these places. Like the yeah. Queen, uh, it turns out, has money here, and Prince Charles, also Bono, but also like every big Republican donor. Like your Sheldon Adelsons and your Koch brothers and all of these terrible garbage men who are going around. And, and Apple, being like, too. Yes, yeah. that was, all of them. Well, that was every, the other one was because yeah. Tim Cook, like last year, was saying like, oh, you know, we... Uh, we, you know, we keep all of our money in America. It's like, yeah, except for all the shit you're hiding in an island uh, off the coast of Ireland and all the Chinese slaves. Other than that, yeah, sure. Yeah, great. <laughs> and it's like these people are stealing our money. Like, because I pay my taxes. I don't want to, but I do right. because that's what you got to do. These people are hiding their money offshore so that they don't have to pay taxes to be able to do things like fix children's hospitals in Puerto yeah. Rico, and all of these very important things that we need to do with our money. Give schools in Illinois pens and paper because they literally don't have those. Yeah. Those are cheap. Pens They're very pen, cheap. Pen paper's cheap. Very cheap. I got it right here. <laughs> well, go to Illinois and give them the... Uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Illinois doesn't have a government. <laughs> I hope, I hope some very rich person's listening to the show at home and they're like, how much could a pen be? $20? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Chance the Rapper gave Chicago Public Schools a million dollars. Yeah. I saw that. That and was said, awesome. And said, Governor of Illinois, you should do this too. <laughs> <laughs> you should work on it. Uh, well, also, one thing about this story, it came from a law firm, and the law firm is very distractingly called Applebee. Yes. And I keep hearing it as the restaurant, which is very difficult for yeah, me. Yeah, that evil corporation, <laughs> Applebee. Right. Doesn't have an S on the end. Please don't confuse us. We are not delicious burgers on the road to somewhere else. Right. You, <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that, like, there are so many people that do confuse it legitimately and, like, are now mad at Applebee's and are uh, boycotting Applebee's. Like, in the way that... People were mad at Rachel Ray because um, Jay-Z had an affair with somebody called Rachel Roy. Exactly. And they all went on her Instagram and were like, you bitch. How <laughs> delicious you recipes did this. <laughs> no, I didn't. This wasn't me. Well, and, and also these, uh, these Paradise Papers, it's like uh, sort of the name of it. it there's this, also this story about the Panama Papers. Right, which it's, is why they called it the Paradise Papers, presumably, because these basically people keep sending all of these big leaked documents to a couple of newspapers, and it's such an overwhelming amount of data. Like, it's 13.4 million documents, I think, Jesus. got sent to them. <laughs> so they, they're essentially like, somebody sent us a thing again, you other 25 good newspapers around the world, everybody look at it and we'll figure it out together, because we can't deal with this shit. I don't know what to do. That's incredible. Yeah. 
So they're like, it's like, okay, we're the Sacramento B. We'll take A through AB. Right. And then you guys yeah. take like, yeah. The man. Yeah. It's like real journalism. It's yeah. exciting because there hasn't been a lot of real journalism lately. But that seems like that's sort of where we're heading towards now. Like I feel like because of the current president mm -hmm. uh, and his success in the face of like truth. Yeah. Like, no, you're a liar. And like, you did all these crimes for decades. And you're just a crime guy. You're just full of crimes. <laughs> uh, and, and he won. A pinata of crimes. Uh -huh. right. if you he guys would have, hate that. If you guys have seen the Carter Page testimony, it's just every oh my other God. Oh my God. Every other one is just like, uh, I've, I've done crimes. <laughs> He's just, we know, we know done crimes. Man. Right, it's like a Robert Durst sort uh, of like reaction. Yeah. Like, oh, I, <laughs> I went to Harvard and I did crimes. <laughs> he he will be Harvard? played by no, Michael no, Sarah he didn't. in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tim I've done crimes and he's got a little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and just seems, yeah, it seems like all these crimes <laughs> and all these things we, all, we have already known about. Like we know, yeah. yeah, they hide their money and they don't want to pay taxes and they do all these things. There's all these shady dealings and cronyism is rampant and all this stuff and there are sexual predators everywhere that get away with it. And this is sort of the year where, like, okay, well, we can't, we can't do anything about the president, mm -hmm. but let's do everything about everybody else. Obviously, like, there's the resistance, but like, there's a, there's a sense of, okay, well, all the things that he represents, mm -hmm. will will take care of that everywhere else yeah. if we can. There's a little bit of this stuff that I find so annoying because every time one of these things happens and these people get exposed, there's a little voice in my head that's like, ugh what if Susan Sarandon was right? Mm. And we had to have Trump so we could clear out everybody else. There's because she did so many shitty things in 2016 about like, oh, if Bernie doesn't get elected, we should burn everything down and start afresh. <laughs> and every time one of these things happens, like what, what if she was right and she was making those faces at the Democratic Convention for a good reason. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, it is true that is like happening. under Obama, we were all like pretty complacent. Mm -hmm. I mean, not everyone, but it's just like, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, Obama seems to be doing some drone stuff, but eh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Right. And I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say, whenever uh, the current president <laughs> does something and people are like, oh, this is, I don't like this, it's often pointed out, oh, well, the other presidents do that, too. Like, this isn't a, this isn't a Trump thing. This is a president thing. And it's bringing a lot of attention to that, too. Like, oh, no, we've had problems for many, 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 many years. Mm -hmm. it's, and it's just we hate him so much that we're talking about it now. It's, it's <laughs> almost if uh, we overreacted to 9-11 and gave the president too much power. Mm. You know? Mm. Interesting. Mm. It's weird. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It'd be crazy if that was true. <laughs> the rest of the show is just hmms. I hope huh. everybody's cool with that. Huh. Wow. And can stick around. Uh, <laughs> Well, and uh, since we're talking about Obama, Siobhan, you also mentioned that there's a recent thing of Obama had to uh, show up for jury duty. Yeah, I think that uh, it's great that Obama did this, and I think it's really important that everybody do jury duty. Obviously, I can't do jury duty because I'm not a citizen, but everybody else. <laughs> Ooh, <booer. laughs> no, because it, it, like, if there are good people in juries, it means that... There's the, not. Right. The they people that picked. do jury duties are idiots <laughs> who can't get out of it, for the most part. But, like, everybody does it. Wait a minute. How many people do you know who are actually like, oh, I'm at jury duty and I have been picked to do a trial and not like, I got jury duty so I have done everything in my power to get out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a presence. But right. not with presidents, apparently. People yeah. with good judgment are like, right. well, I've judged that I, I don't want to do that. So, right. so I'm going to figure it out or not. <laughs> 
I, I can speak directly to this because I did jury duty like a month and a half ago here in Los Angeles. And Ooh. first of all, the funniest <laughs> shit was the judge was like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like ever since last fall, like we've been having so many more young people, but they don't show up. And I was like, oh, it's because we all registered to vote because we were fucking afraid of the apocalypse. That's why you're getting a sudden influx of youngsters. But doing jury duty in L.A. is the funniest thing that's ever happened to me oh. because everybody's a goddamn maniac in this town. And I live here, too. I am as well. But, like, it became very clear early on that, like, they were eliminating anybody who had any personality because they didn't want you to, like, 12 angry men the jury into your way of thinking. <laughs> So all you had to do was when they asked you, like, what did you do? You go, well, I'm an actor. Acting! Like, that was all. <laughs> and they would fucking get rid of you so quickly. And I literally told them, like, uh, they were like, oh, what's your, uh, what is your name? What do you do? I was like, oh, I'm a comedian. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Rivers Langley. And they were like, no, get the fuck out. This, <laughs> the state of California would like to thank and, you know, excuse juror number three. I was like, peace. But the guy before me, this is fucking true, he goes, they were like, oh, what do you do? And he goes, I've been a working actor for 25 years. And the judge goes, oh, anything I've been on? And then he listed his credits <laughs> for like 10 minutes. <laughs> he went, oh, I've been on two episodes of The Big Bang Theory. Oh. I was on an episode of LA Law in the 80s. And you're like, shut the fuck up and die. What are you doing? <laughs> but then he goes, oh, and I was uh, on a three episode arc of Criminal Minds. And I shit you not, the judge goes, Oh my God, that's my favorite show. <laughs> and then they talked about it for like five minutes. I am, a, I am a super duper lefty, but all of a sudden I turned into like my Republican uncle just watching tax money just fly out the window <laughs> as she fucking Mark Marin's this guy for 20 minutes about his fucking acting career. And then this is the best part. This was supposed to be a second degree murder trial. <laughs> The victim's families were in the courtroom when this happened. She goes, oh, you were on Criminal Minds. What was your role? And he goes, oh, a murderer. And the whole jury erupted into laughter, and I wanted a gun to shoot myself in the head. Like, it was, I was like, I have to, I have to leave. This is, so I got out of there as quickly as I could. Sorry, you said jury duty. You said the magic word, and I have to yell at a... But see, if you hadn't done jury duty, you wouldn't have that great story. No, I wouldn't. But my point is, if you can't, if you can't figure out how to get out of jury duty, like the people who are sitting on your jury are the people who just can't figure out to just open your eyes wide and have a little bit of personality because they're like, get the fuck out of here, you idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> just tell them you're an actor and you're gone. Like, I know Obama has to sit there and actually do yeah. the thing, but he's the fucking president. He doesn't have to stay. <laughs> what do you do? I used to be the president. Yeah, the president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, what were your credits? Well, this treaty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2008, 2012. No, about Peace Prize. <laughs> that thing of like saying, I'm the president, I think that's borderline true because he was immediately dismissed. Yeah, yeah of course. Because I People think it's People can't very be in the same building as Obama. I worked right. a fundraiser in 2012. I was just like working in a restaurant where he happened to have a fundraiser. Oh, wow. And, yeah. um, People kept on fainting. Women kept on fainting. And then whoever they were there with would come up to us and be like, it's far too hot in here. My partner just fainted. It's like, no, I don't think that that's why she fainted. I think that it's because Obama is there. I think that you need to deal with the fact that your wife is so excited that Obama is here that she fainted on your own and away from me. I'm sorry. This room is full of bad air and I got the vapors. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
I really, apparently, because I, I was reading one story about him showing up for it, and somebody, like, shouted, like, he's so handsome, <laughs> like, from the room, apparently. And this is relatively common, because George W. Bush got called in for jury duty in 2015 in Dallas. Bill Clinton got called in he's in so 2003 handsome. in New York. He's such a war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and both of them also immediately dismissed, because it, it's just it's incredibly too distracting. The, ju- the judge threw a shoe at Bush. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why even send it out? Why even call him in? You know you're not going to put the president on a jury. I mean, like, yeah. I get it. Like, okay, yeah, you're citizens, but like... Can you imagine? Don't even bother. Can you imagine being like a serial killer and working your whole life towards like serial killing and then just <laughs> having your thunder stolen by the president showing up for your trial? This was my day in court, you piece of shit. <laughs> But I have a gimmick and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sewed two people together. <laughs> Pay attention to me. <laughs> to, to steal a line from my brilliant friend Joe Raines. Do you know how hard it is to make a belt out of nipples? <laughs> <laughs> the seamstress. That's what they'd call him. Yeah. Well, and, also, and Obama has just been like up to stuff that we, we aren't necessarily aware of. Uh, and, and I just mean stuff. Like he's been doing various speeches and there was some coverage of the, there was pay for some Wall Street speeches and people worried about it. Uh, but he also, he went kite surfing with Richard Branson and they hung out and uh, there's like a fun picture of him in, a, in like a life vest and they're like grinning and smiling. And that he, picture came out, by the way, in the middle of like late January when we were all just the most depressed people on the planet. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see this motherfucker so happy and you're just like, Oh God! I don't know how to feel. <laughs> well, and he and he topped it too, because also he went to an island called Tetiaroa in the South Pacific that Marlon Brando used to own, and he just like spent a chunk of time there thinking about preparing to write his memoirs, and that's baller. I want to know that stuff. You know? <laughs> Why no coverage? This is very exciting. Yeah. Did yeah. Obama have like a, a little man with him, like the island of Dr. Moreau? <laughs> <laughs> Don't feed them meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want you to stand on the piano while I'm playing the piano. <laughs> Dance to the piano. That's my Obama, I'm sorry. I'll leave. <laughs> Support for today's show comes from stamps.com. You know, it's the holiday season. You have a lot of things to mail. You have a lot of things to send to people. You probably use the post office for at least some of that. And yeah, the post office is cool. What if you could extend the post office to a 24-7 situation in your life, in your apartment? Stamps.com brings all those USPS services right to your fingertips. You can buy and print official postage for any letter or package or class of mail using your computer and printer. And Stamps.com makes it really easy by sending you a digital scale. I have talked on the show before about how that scale is America's favorite game, What Will It Weigh?, which is a game I play with the scale and my own packages. And right now, you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus postage, and a digital scale, America's favorite game, without long-term commitments. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Cracked. If you do that, they'll understand that you like us, and they'll like us, and everybody wins. That's Stamps.com. Enter Cracked, and have a nicer holiday season. (laughs) 
and also sticking with politics, we, we mentioned, oh, there's an election next year, right? 2018's coming up, crazy. And uh, there's the midterm, of course, but also uh, Rivers, you'd picked out, there's an election in August of 2018 in Knox County, Tennessee. Oh, boy, uh, is there. For the mayor <laughs> of that county. Does uh, anybody know where we're going with this, by the way? No. Oh, God, I'm so happy I get to tell you I guys. <laughs> okay, so um, I, and again... Apologies up front. Uh, I have been uh, a fan of professional wrestling my entire life. And one of my favorite wrestlers is a guy named Kane. And his nickname in the wrestling biz is the Big Red Machine or uh, the de- what is it? The Devil's Favorite Demon. Uh, in wrestling storyline, he is from hell. And he wears a mask and a red suit, and he uh, chokeslams people through a table. He is scary and a badass. <laughs> And in real life, he is a libertarian named Glenn Jacobs, and he's running to be the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, uh, which is a county and a city. They have, their own, uh, they have their own mayor for the whole county. And it just goes to my thesis that I've had pretty much ready to go, so when I flame out of comedy and have to go back to uh, graduate school, I can write this... Uh, <laughs> I can write this. Uh, the whole world is turning into professional wrestling, and it's. Uh, <laughs> and I, I say this, and like I, I'm glad that we've arrived at a point where we can kind of talk openly about this concept because I was trying to say this the whole election, and people were like, "Shut up, that's not true." But the appeal of Trump, and I, I say this as a fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin, is the same as Stone Cold Steve Austin's. He's a guy with a lot of power who doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And people see this guy who is a heel in the wrestling biz. A heel is a bad guy and a face is a good guy. And ultimately, if you're a bad enough heel, you'll whip all the way around and become a baby face and people will like you because you're a badass who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and whether or not that's true, and I don't think it's true of Trump, I think he's a poser through and through, that is the appeal of just being like, I like this guy because he don't give a shit. <laughs> right, he spent like 10 years on TV being a villain. Not just that, he's in the WWE Hall yeah, of Fame. That's yeah, right. that's a real thing. Yeah, they inducted him. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, out of respect to Mr. Trump, we should call him by his full title, WWE Hall, Hall of, of Famer, Famer Donald Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's earned it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's earned it. <laughs> but but one now, thing he's ever earned. <laughs> he, he just uh, wins because nobody wants to touch him. Yeah. <laughs> But that, but now it's crazy because that, I mean, you know, we've already had Jesse Ventura obviously up there in uh, Minnesota, got into, uh, you know, he was the governor of Minnesota for a while there. And now uh, this guy might be, uh, might be the mayor of the third biggest city in, uh, in Tennessee. So I don't oh, know. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, no- Knoxville, oh, is that Tennessee Knoxville? is, yeah, oh, okay. Knoxville is uh, uh, sort of north. Eastern Tennessee. It doesn't matter. No one cares. Uh, Is he using his wrestling career in his campaign? So Kane's thing, when he would come out of the ring, right, he would stand in the ring and (laughs) his music was playing and his music was like spooky church organ music. And then he would stand in the ring and he would hold his hands up and then he would throw them down and a fireball would shoot up from the ring. So he was always like, he was like a fire guy, like fire is his thing. So it says Glenn Jacobs and then there's a little fire right there and then 2016. So he does have a little, (laughs) a little nod to uh, to wrestling fans, but uh, yeah. yeah, you don't want to forget where you came from. No, no. dude, <laughs> they're voting like, for Kane. They don't give a shit about Glenn Jacobs, you know, <laughs> our rich heritage yeah. in hell. Is he from there, or is he like carpet bagging it? Uh, he is carpet bagging it a little bit. All all the wrestlers live down south because they don't have to pay as much taxes and they can bury things in the yard. Uh, <laughs> 
he's he's from the Midwest somewhere originally, but yeah, he uh, has lived in Knoxville forever, so he he is a local guy. But I don't know. It, it's it's weird having to sort of contend with like the libertarian, the like intellectual wing of like the right wing now. Mm-hmm. Because you, you don't want to write them off because you think maybe you could flip them at some point to your way. Because they're usually like, I, all right, so I grew up in Auburn, Alabama. And Auburn, Alabama is home to the Ludwig von Mies Institute of Austrian Economics, which is basically... <laughs> no, it's China. not. Yeah, it's, you liar. That is true. It is uh, essentially Dixie Scientology. Okay, like <laughs> they prey on college students who like to smoke pot. And they're like, you could smoke pot legally if you come listen to Ron Paul give a speech. And they suck people in. So I have a bunch of friends who are hardcore libertarians who I love dearly, respect their opinions, but they're dumb. Okay? <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, they're better than uh, the, like, sort of nihilist, uh, you know, to use Susan Sarandon, Thelma and Louise, let's fucking grab the devil's hand and drive over the goddamn cliff Trumpites at the moment. So I say <laughs> rally around Glenn Jacobs is my point. You know, if, it, if the Republican contest comes down to Kane and some dickhead... Let's go, Kane. I don't know. That did, it fizzled. What? I feel like no. I feel like you should have been chanting while we're talking about wrestling. You know. Uh, well, one other thing we might have uh, missed this year because Kid Rock announced that he was gonna yes. run and then rescinded immediately by saying "fuck okay. no." Right. He's like, "No, I wanted people to buy my album," so I said that. When he was but that's what Trump did. Right. Trump wanted people to yeah. buy the only the goddamn show that yeah. isn't happening that, now because he's the president. Buys Trump stakes. Yeah, or whatever the hell he was going to yeah. sell based off cook, of Cook it well done, put some ketchup on it. Oh, God. I used to work at a steakhouse, and the worst people were the ones who put the ketchup on the steaks. Like, I wanted to kick them out the window. Like, <laughs> well, we are, it does seem like we have recently had an era of joke politics. Like, mm-hmm. just completely joke. Like, Kid Rock, when you mentioned he was running for office, he was going to run for the U.S. Senate out of Michigan. Right, yeah. That's an actual job. Like, that's not a, a gag office. And he was yeah, like, you've yeah. You've got to go to Washington that. and vote several yeah. times a year. You've got to yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, Kane running for mayor with his hell shirt. The Rock. And, uh, the and Rock will be the president. Oh, yeah. Mark, oh, this is going out. This is recorded. Mark my words. At least three people in the audience were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Please no. Like, Why, who, at this point, in college, I studied uh, the Roman Empire. And this is sort of what it looked like towards the end. Oh, okay? yeah, we're at the end. The, the, the Rock running for president ain't that much different than Christians being eaten by lions in the arena. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're pretty damn similar when you put it on a... Uh, a couple on years, a, we'll have four different emperors, and they'll all be fighting over different... <laughs> Yes. The yeah, three Eric, islands Don that are left Jr. of the country that are not underwater. Just <laughs> right. Yes. Sending oh, out the poop sharks to fight the other islands. <laughs> <laughs> the poop sharks. <laughs> Do you have titles for this episode? This episode's got to be called Poop Sharks. <laughs> President it's Baron the and the Poop Sharks. <laughs> There's one story that it, it sort of brought me. There, it's, it happened because of sad things, but it's a fun story too. Uh, in Texas, uh, there's... <laughs> A representative named Jessica Farrer, who's a state rep, a state rep in Texas, and she became so frustrated with how uh, reproductive rights are being legislated there that she proposed a joke law. She like wrote a bill that's a joke and submitted it for actual consideration, and it's called the man's the man's right to know act. 
She felt like there were too many laws restricting ladies, women's uh, health and reproductive uh, things. That is the least uh, gracefully anyone's ever described that, by the way. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was going to say, you don't on. say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she, uh, the Man's Right to Know Act would require men to wait 24 hours after an initial health care consultation to receive a vasectomy, a colonoscopy, or Viagra. No chance of it passing, but she was so frustrated with it that she just started doing bits as laws. <laughs> she was like, oh, what else do you do? I just did that. I respect yeah. that so much. That's exactly yeah. what I would do. Right. I think <laughs> ultimate relatable content. I feel like the, uh, the Viagra one is actually useful, though, because it's like, imagine all of the bad decisions that would, like, prevent. So it's like, I got to get this Viagra, like, real quick. It's like, eh, wait a bit and see how you feel about it tomorrow. Like, trust us. Right, waking up. It's like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't take that Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Just a f uh, fun fact, since you're bringing up Texas, uh, they cut family planning by 67% in Texas in uh, 2011 and the teen birth rate uh, rose by I can't read uh, the number but very 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 high I think there's a shit fuck ton of kids you said that was gonna be fun oh uh, fun <laughs> fact let's see uh, nope nothing I mean it's at this point like there's nobody that doesn't know that the most effective way to stop abortion is to have effective birth control and effective uh, sex education and effective everything else and it's so annoying to still have to talk to these people as if they weren't full of shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> because they fucking know. Like, it's yeah. statistically so obvious that if you give kids... Like, I went to a school... I, I went. I moved around schools a lot because I fucking hated school because I'm a goddamn rebel, as you can tell from my leather jacket that I'm wearing. <laughs> uh, but the last school that I went to had a big teen pregnancy problem. Um, it was an all-girls school, and there was, like, weirdly a culture of, like, oh, you're pregnant? Congratulations. Uh, Cancel the prom! Yeah, it was bad. There were a lot of kids that got pregnant, and the way that they dealt with it was that they let kids have the morning after pill from the school nurse without having to get permission from their parents. And it basically pretty much stopped the teen pregnancies completely. They had other things as well. They would bring in teens from previous years who just had kids to be like, it's so bad. Don't, don't, do, it's not worth it. I don't know what you were thinking. Just don't, it, don't, it's so bad. But it, it's very, very easy to stop teens getting pregnant. And the least effective way of doing that is telling them to stop fucking because teens love to fuck. And we're just not going to stop that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and it's so true that, like, the people against that, like, I'm glad this legislator did not respect them at all. She was just yeah. like, okay, here's a bit making fun of you uh, that you actually have to vote on. <laughs> yeah, Great. I mean, she's taking them as seriously as they're taking her. Do you yeah, know the yeah. vote count? Or, like, did they actually vote on it? I, like, obviously it didn't yeah. go through, but, like... The, the legislature's Republican-dominated, and I don't, yeah. think it, I don't mm -hmm. even know if it got up for a vote yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> it's a good bit, though. There, another thing from this year, and from a lot of years, but it, it, I think it gets talked about less this year because of all the, the things that are on fire, is there are scientific miracles happening <laughs> uh, throughout uh, research. And, oh, like and the insane clown posse talked about, those yeah. miracles. Uh, as as Violent J predicted, miracles. <laughs> Do you believe? I mean, who knew what heroes the insane clown posse would be in 2017? <laughs> Well, you know, you, uh, he was at the Golden Gate Bridge and a pelican stole his cell phone. I believe that was one of the miracles. <laughs> Notice I know the song well enough to not go straight for magnets. <laughs> 
That was also, the Insane Clown Posse got an applause break of one person. It should have been everyone. It should have been all of us. Quick applause break for the Insane Clown Posse, real quick. <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's a first that's on the, this show. Yeah, that's you are they, familiar that's with That's what they say, yeah. <laughs> I was, the problem with it here, I, I was starting to write like a sketch about Juggalos, and then I was like, well, I got to do right by the Juggalos, so I did a lot of research, and then I ended up respecting them. I don't... <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> I never made the sketch because I respect them too much. Yeah. And now I'm right. They fucking uh, went and like, uh, fought against the old uh, Richard Spencer fucks. So good on the Juggalos. It turns out in this fallen world, the Juggalos are our allies. Yeah. <laughs> I may not like your weird facial makeup, but God damn, do I respect you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was like when the Westboro Baptist Church like uh, picketed a KKK member's veteran funeral. And you're like, are you Darth Vader throwing the emperor over the chasm right now, guys? I don't like anybody here, but... Uh, uh, speaking of science, uh, there's uh, Katie had found there a new practice they're doing with advanced prenatal surgery. That's, that's right. It's astounding. Like uh, people should be talking about this more. It's it's incredible. So th there have been prenatal surgery procedures like since the 90s, and there's a defect that occurs in a fetus called a spinal. Uh, I'm gonna fuck this up. Spina by Spinal bifida. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It's basically the the area the small of the back doesn't close around the spine, and you can do surgeries after birth, but then you know quality of life goes down. Like there, it's more likely to result in paralysis and and lowered ability. Um, so doing it and uh, while it's still a fetus gives a much better prognosis, but you know it's it's still a complicated surgery and it doesn't always really work because it's very hard to like see and it's very small features that you have to be operating on. So there's this new uh, type of surgery where they use this thing called a fetoscope where they actually take out the uterus from the mother who's still alive Ooh. and pull it out and like just kind of like hold it aloft Hold it aloft like it's Simba. It, it's this, and they they drain out the amniotic fluid and then pump it full of CO2 so it stays inflated like a balloon with a you know like the worst birthday party ever. <laughs> um, and then they put in the fetoscope, which illuminates it, and then also uh, it's a little camera and it shows them what they're doing on a on a screen. And when you look at the actual picture of the procedure, it's this glowing womb, and like they're looking at a TV with the baby on it, and it's just, it's like, yeah, it's crazy, it's, it's amazing, and it's all really kind of inspirational and incredible, and they, they successfully did this procedure on this fetus, and it was for a couple who had so much trouble conceiving that it was like, this was their one shot at having their own baby, and it was very emotional. But the way they practiced to do this is so weird. It's like they took a kickball, like, you know, handball. No. They opened it up, they put a baby doll inside, <laughs> and covered it in chicken skin. And they were like, that's... Yeah, it's close enough. You know, it's about, I don't know. Yeah. These are all uh, male scientists, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, yeah. 
like, yeah. well, it's not fleshy enough. Well, put chicken skin around it. Um, it's pretty cool. It's it's a uh, it, the reason they're doing this. Is, I'm sorry. I would love science so much more if they didn't tell me how they did stuff. You yeah, know? it's like magic. Yeah, just let it be uh, magic. They also they also practiced on sheep, but I mean I like how they're like, well we've done it oh. on sheep. Let's try it on a kickball just to <laughs> <Right>. be safe. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it's it's really it's a great new procedure because now uh, it it affords a lot more visibility. So when they're doing this very intricate thing, they can just look. It's not funny. It's, well, it's very visible <laughs> when they pull everything yeah. out. Yeah, that's it's like well we can't see in yeah. there, so just. And take then we're gonna it light out. it up like a Chinese lantern, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just got my gallbladder removed, which is much less dramatic than that, but it's still <coughs> surgery, guys. It was very serious and scary. And after I got it out, the doctor was like, do you want to know where I learned to do this? And I was like, no. And he's like, I'm going to tell you anyway. I learned on rabbits. And it's like... Mm. <laughs> I, uh, I was fine not knowing that information. I just assumed that you just knew it because you're a doctor and doctors know everything. Wait, your surgeon said this? <laughs> yes. Okay, real quick. So Ben Carson is a surgeon. <laughs> and I my stuck on use, Ben Carson. <laughs> my WWE my, Hall of Famer. WWE ben, Hall no, of Famer, Ben <laughs> Carson. So he's a surgeon and my friend uh, my friend uh, back in Birmingham, uh, she's a real doctor. Uh, and I, I will cast aspersions upon the surgery community right here now because I asked her, I was like, okay, so you're a real doctor. How can this guy be so stupid and a brilliant surgeon? And basically she was like, listen, surgeons are the mechanics of the medical world. They just got to know the goddamn parts and which screw to turn. And that's all you got to know. So, you know, point is... Uh, Fuck surgeons? I don't know. Where was I going with Well, that? and that's how you become Secretary of the Housing and Urban uh, Development. Uh, how he learned on... He done learned on rabbits. Uh, it's to, fun. Yeah. To it's pull fun. I also yeah. got it done in the, the deep south. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it, it always scared me when I was at university, like, meeting med students and realizing that they were just normal people and and. Also, oh no, they're, they're fucked they're, up. Yeah, they're fucked idiots. up. They're fucked I, I had a, they drank my... so much. They drank so much and then they filled IVs full of saline and then they were fine the next day. Oh, you think it's just house. It's every one of those <laughs> no, motherfuckers. every one of them. But also like <laughs> idiots intellectually and like they were just dumb and they couldn't do their chemistry homework and I was like, I'm not going to help you with this. You're going to be a doctor. You should be able to do a molar calculation. There is a, there's this guy that was pre-med uh, that I went to school with and he... Um, <laughs> Pull, pulled me aside one time. He's like, you like cats, don't you? I'm like, yeah, I love cats. He's like, check it out. And he shows me this picture on his phone of this cat that's like flayed open with no. all the organs on the outside. I'm like, what the hell? He's like, you said you like cats. I'm like, you're going to fucking kill people. Yeah, like, that is like, that is an actual serial killer. That they're like, going to look in your crawl space and find the bodies. Right. It's in the, 10 years time, they're like, mm, why does everybody die on this one doctor's shit? Yeah. That seems very <laughs> suspicious. And why are there cat parts around? <laughs> This, this is only sort of related, but he's definitely a serial killer. Uh, the lead singer of the band Fish. Tri-Anastasio. Anastasio. So uh, he got kicked out of college. Uh, do you know why? No. He broke into the medical department and stole a severed human hand and a sheep's heart. And he put the heart in the hand, wrapped it around, and mailed it to a friend. And it said, I got to hand it to you. You've got heart. <laughs> wow, that dude is so, so chill. So chill, that so dude. Download some clip art. Next like, time you're group. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the late 80s. That's I don't insane. know. But 
The next time you're sharing in a week of paw groove, think about that shit, okay? <laughs> that was for two people. According to one of my, one, a normal med student that I met. This, he was, this show turned into Saw really fast. <laughs> and I had right, no idea like, this would happen. Listen, you can't inflate and illuminate Holy a uterus shit. on a stage of comedians. You just can't. Like your med school buddy, like, you know how I, how I learned to do the surgery? On whatever I could find. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The creatures that crawl the earth at well, night. <laughs> they're supposed to learn on cadavers, and uh, I guess they start to get a little bit like jaded. And he was going into this cadaver, and he opened up the heart, and inside the heart, wrapped in like a plastic sandwich bag, was this note that says, "You found the first clue. Search for the other." Yeah. And he was just like. No, I won't do that. <laughs> but he was like, there's another one of these around. Oh, you know the professor did that shit, 100%. <laughs> Your saw comparison came true immediately. immediately. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> so a scavenger hunt inside the donated cadavers of dead people. Oh, well, see, so you know what they should do? Like, you know how they do the senior prank? They should put a one inside one cadaver and a three inside the other, and you have to look for the two. You know? <laughs> Like you do with the pigs in Senior Prank? Oh, did you guys not go to Alabama? I'm sorry. We release pigs into the school. It's our spring celebration. Yeah, and you spray paint a number, right. Yeah, yeah. Man, um, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna find a, another good thing science did. I'm now distrustful of science. I don't believe in it. We don't believe in it anymore. We're done. Um, it's a, about time for the Q and A. So if you have any like just news you think, hey, this is, hasn't been talked about enough at all this year, go ahead and there's a mic down there uh, to my right, and you can uh, line up. You'd also found a story, Katie, because uh, Thanksgiving's uh, coming up, Ooh. and there are some psychedelic sea slugs that Sorry? celebrate uh, in a, a very John Madden-ish style of a turducken sort of uh, eating That's right. style. Uh, so, so sea slugs, the reason they're psychedelic is just super colorful. They look like weird little slug dragons. You can't like lick them and get high. Yeah, that's what I was immediately I going to. I would say you can't. Okay, then. I don't believe it's been done. That's all I need to know. All right. All right. Yeah. Cody's gonna. gonna go I was already getting my wetsuit. Um, so they. You can they, always lick them, comma, and get high yeah. just later. Yeah, yeah. True. Grammar Sorry. is important, and so are drugs. <laughs> um, they eat these uh, things called uh, hydroids. They're kind of they're related to corals and anemones, and they grow, have these little growths called polyps, which sounds delicious. Mm. They eat these little things like grapes off of a vine. They prefer the ones that have already eaten a plankton, so it's like. It's like a preception of like, oh, you 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 just ate that guy. Now I'm gonna eat you. Uh, so they're really and they're, they do that <laughs> yeah. because so like they can't. like a little crunchy nugget in the middle of it. <laughs> I love the plankton-filled ones. They're the best. <laughs> yeah, they can't catch plankton, and they didn't say why they can't catch plankton. I guess they're lazy. I don't really know. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, it's too fast because uh, they're slugs and they're slow and dumb and bad. Yeah. At, Stuff. And it's thrilling to me that human scientists took the time to find out about this. Yeah, it's yeah. like, God, Good they work. must have gotten funding for this. Can you imagine? Just like, <laughs> we want to find out like what kind of turduckens these sea slugs eat, and the and like the government's like, all right, do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't drive my cigarette boat through a no wake zone because the fucking government. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the Q&A. Uh, I can uh, just step Andy. up with your, uh, your name and, and the story you'd like to talk about. Oh, shit, there's people here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Can't see shit up here. Hey, uh, my name's Chip. Hey, guys. Hey, Chip. Hi, Chip. 
Hey, um, so weed has begun, uh, become recreational legal here in California in 2018. Hell yeah. Uh, the government is going to tax it, I think, already starting at 40%, and it's probably going to continue to go up. And really just want to kind of get thoughts on, are we cool with, whether you smoke or not, are we cool with any time the government needs money, they're just going to kind of look to tax it as like a sin tax. Right. Like they do alcohol and cigarettes. Is that cool? Isn't it going to basically bring back the black market? And also... Not to be all about legal weed, uh, but what about Marlboro and Camel and those guys? Don't we think they're going to get involved and make really crappy versions of joints that we'll have to buy? I mean, none of us grow our own tobacco. We're not legally probably not even allowed to. No, you're Will not. Will it become that way with marijuana, you know, that'll just be like cigarettes taxed to hell? And hey, if it goes to a good cause, do we want that or I don't know? Yeah. That's what I got to say or ask. Well, yeah. I, I, first of all, any uh, any sin tax, no matter what, is a is a tax on poor people. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Yeah. Like that's you know, any anytime they're like, oh, we're gonna raise the price of cigarettes, it's like that makes life shitty for exactly uh, one group of people. <laughs> you know, because it's a thing everybody does across right. the board. It doesn't it doesn't know any socioeconomic. Uh, uh, and it's not like the UK. Like the UK, if you tax cigarettes, it's going straight to the NHS, which helps poor people. Right. So at least, right. like, Here it's going okay, you're, we're taking, we're making, yeah, it's, there's, there's no good place that that money is going. Right. Except for in California. I mean, I don't think California is individually buying missiles. The no, we're not. I was just being a like, dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's roads that need fixing and schools that need fixing and, and all right. of those kinds of things. So hopefully at least that tax will be going to good things and not... Well, no, I think right. it goes to funny billboards. Like, that's, that's what they really like. The, uh, you know, they have, like, the funny cigarette and the funny condom billboards. I think that's where that money comes from. I'm serious. Yeah, I think, I think it goes to, like, that's, that's our version. We can't have free health care, but we'll make you chuckle on the 405. Boy, I'm telling you what. <laughs> yeah. We'll make a condom ad that well, looks like Stranger Things. Ha <laughs> ha. There is uh, something to, oh, once it's legal, maybe it will be less fun because of laws around it. There's also one, one story that's come up is the it's called Coachella Valley Church it's in San Jose they are lobbying to get permission to have marijuana smoked on their premises and in their building if they want to based on religious freedom right. laws and so that's also there's also like weird secondary layers to making it more free while it's legal and more regulated right it's, it's yeah. a crazy thing yeah right. it'll be an interesting couple of years and like I mean sometimes taxes can help like there's a uh, Mexico just did their first sugar tax and sugar's mm-hmm. bad for you by the way and it's like six percent uh, sugar tax and then in lower and middle class families they stopped buying soda and they started buying water and that's good mm. yeah. like that's like a healthy thing that does help poor people right I guess but then just there's just rich people just keep get to continue doing whatever the fuck they want which is sort of the American way mm-hmm. I don't know I'm always that that's my one like sort of very uh, you know I don't know if you call it libertarian or whatever position but anytime that shit comes up where they're like you know we're raising the booze tax and blah 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 I'm like yeah, that, that affects only people people should be able to have fun in whatever way they want and if that's smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer then fuck you I shouldn't have to have two dimes to rub together to do that you know I don't know anyway I, I'm not popular anymore so. <laughs> <laughs> but no to, to answer your question will they keep 
jacking up the rates. I think if the if they're trying to stay competitive in a market, then hopefully that would sort of take care of itself. If they're going to lose tourism money to Denver, which, by the way, I love my favorite thing about weed getting straight up legal in California is that we all can stop pretending that Denver's cool. That's the best part. We got a fucking beach. We got no winter. Fuck you, Denver. We're coming for your ass, all right? Yeah, and in terms of like Marlboro and stuff, I think, I don't know if that'll be an issue because there are so many companies now that know that weed will be legal in general, uh, eventually, and are getting in on the ground floor to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that they'll be more and more successful and they, like all these other like tobacco companies, aren't starting to do that. And I just think they might just miss the boat. Yeah. I also don't know if I have an inherent problem with Marlboro flipping over to selling weed instead of selling cigarettes. If it's instead. Because if it's instead of like, great. Yeah. I I don't have an intrinsic problem with the company necessarily except that all companies are bad. But <laughs> like if, they, if they're selling weed instead yeah. of cigarettes, we should be celebrating that. Yeah. I don't know. But I anticipate that it, it might become sort of the same. If, if you sort of follow that trajectory of Marlboro and mm-hmm. RJ Reynolds, whoever gets involved, if you follow that to its logical end, you would end up with the same situation you have with beer or coffee where, you know, whatever, like 79% of the industry is, is five companies, but then you have the craft markets where you've got your, you know, your people right. doing interesting shit. I don't oh, know. God, I also think now like, I have to listen to people talk about like craft weed. Oh, like, please. oh it's coming. Happened. Oh, this it is California. Happens. Did you not know where you moved? That is absolutely coming. <laughs> also, there's always going to be shitty weed. Like, whether it's being made by Marlboro or some other new yeah. fantastically shitty company that's selling shitty weed, most weed will be shitty, just like most beer is shitty and most wine is shitty. Oh, I grew and up in Alabama. There's shitty weed now. We call it Alabama ditch weed. Oh, that's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> it grows in the ditch. Can't be shittier than the weird weed that you buy as a teenager from some dude from the side of the road. Oh, our guy was named Hot Rod, and he sold in a, he would wrap, somehow the word got out that if you didn't have weed in a bag, it wasn't distribution, so he gave us in a fucking napkin, like a paper towel, he would wrap up like a ball and just hand it off, and it was always just sticks sticks and seeds. It was the worst pot you've ever seen. But it sounds like you didn't have to hang out with him though, right? Oh fuck no! Hot Rod hated us. Right? Yeah. Like is that you know like you're Hot like, Rod right. had shit to take care of, man. <laughs> gotta get weed. All right, I gotta go over here. All yeah. right, he's gonna want to pack a bowl. All right, I gotta hang yeah. out with him for a while. Yeah. We uh, also thank our sponsor, Hot Rod, for putting on tonight's <laughs> yeah, show. Thanks, Hot, Hot Rod. Rod. <laughs> he has. He's a great guy. He <laughs> could be here tonight. He has other things to do. <laughs> Let's Would go you... to our, our next uh, uh, next audience member. Uh, hi, my name's Eddie. And, hey, Eddie. Um, hi, Eddie. Hi, hi Eddie. Uh, one of the stories that I. Uh, saw pop up on my newsfeed early on this year, I think it was like February, was that the EPA finally gave Flint, Michigan about $100 million for their infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And I don't uh, hear a lot of people talking about that. And it's, I mean, it's not surprising, but it should be because of how many people supposedly cared when, you know, before he got all the money. Uh, (laughs) But uh, what's even more interesting is the reason I heard about it was from a conservative who was sharing Sean Hannity's blog, where Hannity was giving credit to Trump for doing this when it was passed in November under the Obama administration. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so not a lot of people are talking about either of those things. Right. Uh, Man, Sean Hannity's really killing it. He's the best. He's the fucking best. He's the best. Just just doing so great. Oh, my God. I can't. So, like, the president's going to be on trial at some point (laughs) and, like, have to, like, speak under oath about his crimes. If the good lords will it and the creek don't rise, Uh, then yeah. And I, like, I cannot wait 
for like a the dumbest crime family in the world uh, to do that, but also like Sean Hannity's coverage of it is going to be so incredible because oh, he's not he like Man. he will never be able to admit the crimes. And him rationalizing it every day is going to just yeah, be Yeah, you're right. Joy. We need to keep him on air until Trump is indicted. Right. it's going to be it's, really oh, entertaining. It's be such a show. Oh, my God. I can't wait. See, best, I just, best television of the century. See, I just envision uh, in, the, in this apocalypse scenario, Sean Hannity is uh, the scarecrow in The Dark Knight Rises just on top of a pile of books banging a gavel. <laughs> That's how this whole thing go, goes down. I've seen it. I've seen the whole thing. I actually, uh, to add on to Sean, piling on Sean Hannity. Hannity. <laughs> yes, let's uh, pile on him. <laughs> I, I don't remember where I saw this. It was a clip of, uh, you know, the past elections that Democrats just won. Where, you know, Sean Hannity has an hour show how he's going to cover it. It was uh, the transition from the show before him into his, where it's like the split screen. <laughs> and he just says, oh, uh, Trump didn't win any of the states that these elections happened in, and that was the whole coverage. Oh, great. <laughs> what a loser. That was it. it was like four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. And it's on at your grandparents' house right now. Uh, yeah. I also, on, on Twitter, I saw somebody screencapped Hannity's show, like, the day after, and the uh, little, like, Chiron thingy next to him was a, a text that said, predictable dem wins. Like, he's so mad about them that he had to couch it in, like, obviously they were going to sweep all these. These don't even count. I'm not mad. What? Like, <laughs> it's great. So good. <laughs> obviously, the president president did crimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to what you were saying about him, like, claiming credit for all that stuff, that's exactly what's happening with the economy right now, where it's like, oh, we've got stocks higher than ever. It's like, yeah, but uh, that's because uh, right. the last Trending guy kind of stopped us from a uh, The same shit that they did with Obama, like, six months into his administration. They were like, why is the economy so bad? And it's like, it's like, why you it's suck so 2008. Hard, <laughs> Do you remember what happened last year? He yeah. just got here. Yeah. It's like he, they hire uh, the president of a new company and he gets there and the building's on fire and you're like, what did, why? Why'd you do this? Yeah. Uh, also, don't pass any laws, you know? <laughs> <laughs> also, the, uh, this is actually from last year, related to Flint. There were all these reports in the middle of the year and then the news happened. Uh, there are so many towns and cities in America that have the exact same mm -hmm. problem yeah. that Flint does. Uh, yeah. And that's the only place we've ever talked about it and like done a thing. Right. Um, we're all being poisoned. I saw uh, something a couple of days ago about the birth rate uh, in Flint being like drastically, drastically lower. Right. Uh, They've had a lot of problems with miscarriages in Flint, yeah. which if you are pro-life, you should have a fucking problem with. Yeah. Yeah. You're poisoning. Uh, it's awful. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's also just the reason it's so hard to fix it is because everyone there is black. <laughs> it's true, man. Well, it, it's it's like when you, it's a massive infrastructure job because you're you're you yeah, have the whitefish poison. Right, because well, it's not. It's not. If it was as simple as the actual source of water being poison, like it's, yeah, it's all then the that would be easier, an right. easier fix. It's the actual pipes. Over, lead pipes over the years builds this like lining on the inside that actually protects the water from you know so like if even if you have a lead pipe it's not necessarily going to seep lead into the drinking water so they've just ruined by going to this other water source even though they knew it would do this yeah. like they've ruined so many pipes and that is a massive it's not as simple as like well let's just get a new source of water 
that won't help. It's the pipes themselves that are leaking. Right, you have to rip stuff. it out. Right, and, they have to know. get rid of all of the pipes. It's a massive undertaking, yeah, and it's just. And it's true of uh, um, so many places. Like there's so many things like that, of like pipes and like infrastructure in general, where it's like, oh no, we literally just have to tear it down. Yeah. And yeah. make it new. Well, it, it, unfortunately, and this that you can link this right back to like the uh, the whole thing that's happening with heroin right now is that the only way this shit gets solved and it's sad but it's just the reality of our country it's got to hit hartford connecticut or some fucking white town you know the nobody gave a shit about drugs until white middle class kids started dying so yeah. that's the way it is. Uh, I'm sorry yeah. to bring the mood down, but that is oh. the truth. <laughs> uh, people are uh, starting to do opioids less because of weed. Weed is legal and saving lives. Legalize it. Yeah. Good job, weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We have one more audience member. Let's get to oh, yeah. Thank you, Eddie. Thanks, 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 Eddie. Yeah, yeah. I'm Steve. I live here Hi, in Steve. LA. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Uh, from LA. Yeah. Well, I'm from New Jersey originally. Oh, right. real that Jersey. Explains uh, the yeah. Not that shorts. shit where Mitt Romney yeah, exactly. has his fucking money. The new yeah. one. <laughs> um, by the way, some news is probably the best thing on YouTube right Thank now. Thank you so much. So, here, here. I appreciate that. Um, this notification popped up on my news feed the other day. Apparently, my hometown of Edison, New Jersey, where Edison invented the light bulb, it's very, very Asian. And it, like, they. The school system there is one of the best in the country um, because it's just kind of Asian tradition to really put that emphasis on education. So I'm really proud to be from there. In their Board of Education race this year, there is a candidate who goes by the slogan, Make Edison Great Again. Oh, God. Um, it says, Stop the Asians from taking over our school board. <laughs> Chinese oh, and Indians boy. are taking over our town. Chinese school, Indian school, cricket fields, enough is enough. See, that's my favorite thing about this poster because like, this person is so dumb that they don't realize that a cricket field is just a field. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it, by the way, it's a baseball field that they set up cricket during the weekend because right, they, it's there. They have that shit in the winter at Dodger Stadium. It's a fucking, just a field. Yeah. Such, an oddly, <laughs> such a weirdly specific racist kind of thing. Yeah. Like, they're taking over our cricket fields. Like, <laughs> like oh, that's so going to be the thing. Like, oh, no. That's so nuts. It's not even like, oh, immigrants are coming in. It's, it's just like literally like Asians are ruining <laughs> yeah. town. Yeah. That's insane. Citizens. Listen. Americans. Right. Uh, all yeah. right. I, I got to say, I, I feel awful for your town <laughs> as a Southerner, though. <laughs> it's refreshing to hear awful, ignorant shit coming out of a different voice. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Because normally the sound of awful, ignorant shit is just like, I believe the Bible should be the fucking president. You know? <laughs> but to hear it like, Dad, there's too many fucking Asians around here. Like, it's kind of great. It's, you got to look. Trump is the president. You got to find your silver linings, and that's what I'm going with. Okay. I, mean, I mean, if it's comforting to you, racism is everywhere. But yeah, like, fuck yeah, <laughs> but it gets put on me. You yeah. Know? Well, I, I grew up in San Diego, and I used to read letters to the editor, and there was one oh, that God. was. Uh, oh, it was not a not a good thing to read as a 13 year old. But like, uh, I I remember there was one that was like. It's not about race. It's that these people coming in are illegal. They're talking about uh, mm -hmm. immigrants. And they're saying it's, it's nothing. It's no racism. These people are coming in. They're illegal. And they're just walking around just like white people. <laughs> and it's like... Okay, well... How Because immigration was, problems are always about race. It's never about... Because I'm an immigrant. I came to this country. I have stolen so many jobs from American <laughs> citizens. 
Oh yeah, I forgot we got an immigrant on the panel. No, one time has anybody told me to go home or get out or do any of that stuff. That happens to my non-white friends all the time. People will be like, you should go back to your own country. I literally, it would be very easy for me to go back to my own country. <laughs> yeah, you got healthcare simple. and shit over there. We have healthcare, my family is there. It would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how it's, it, it's, they're getting so lazy and bad at being racist that, that they used to dog whistle and try to be like, well, you know, they're, they're welfare queens or, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just about legality. And now they're just like, ah, I don't like Asians. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no code anymore. Yeah, I no, do think the good news about that story, though, is that that guy lost that election, which I think is great. Like I, I, I'm, oh, I'm, you keep up with the news in uh, Edison, New Jersey? You know what I do because somebody I follow on Twitter she is also from Edison, New Jersey. Yeah, I, didn't know I about read this. Twitter all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're right. Like even just during this podcast, so many things have happened. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited to look at my phone and see what other horrifying yeah. things have happened. <laughs> like which of my idols have raped somebody today? Uh, uh, who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Or new movie trailers, right? Or, yeah, all Ooh. kinds of fun things happen. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of funny and now, like, when a celebrity is trending on Twitter, you're like, all right, is he like, dead? Oh what did he oh do? <laughs> yeah. And with that admonition to go reconnect with the world, thank you for coming out to our thank live you. podcast. Thank you. wonderful. Please uh, keep it going for Rivers Langley, Katie Golden, Cody Johnston, Siobhan Thompson, and yourselves. And we'll see you uh, with our next live show here December 2nd. Thanks a lot. Thank Have you. Folks, that is the episode for this week. My thanks to Cody Johnson, Katie Golden, Rivers Langley, Siobhan Thompson, and our lovely audience here in L.A. I want to give at least a little attention to our panelists here in the food notes because we're so lucky every one of them joined us. Cody Johnston hosts Cracked's weekly YouTube news show entitled Some News. You'll find it linked in this episode. Katie Golden is part of the team behind that show and also behind hilarious stuff in almost every corner of Cracked, particularly timely articles. Also, her Twitter character, at ProBirdWrites, it justifies Twitter's existence. It's so good. Linking to that... Also, Siobhan Thompson is herself on Twitter at Vorney Tom, and she's in videos everywhere from College Humor to Above Average to BBC America and more. Rivers Langley is the funniest Alabaman in the world, and he co-hosts the podcast The Goods from the Woods. Please look Rivers and Siobhan up because they are new pals of Cracked for doing this show. And our oldest pal at Cracked is Fun Information. You'll find a robust list below of all the stories we talked about. And by below, I mean in the description thingy. You understand. Great. Also, hey, did you enjoy the taped version of the live Cracked Podcast experience? I hope so. And if you're in L.A., this weekend, we're doing another live episode of the show. Saturday, December 2nd, 7 p.m. at UCB Sunset here in Los Angeles. It is our last live show of 2017, and we're partying about it by talking about parties, specifically awesome traditions and holidays from other countries that America should borrow. Did you know the island of Shetland hosts an annual Viking parade where they burn everything? Did you know the Mexican village of San Juan de la Vega hosts an annual festival built around hitting explosives with sledgehammers? They do. We'll show you with our panel of Daniel O'Brien, Robert Evans, Jess Dweck, and Danielle Perez. Tickets are available at sunset.ucbtheater.com. That is theater with an R-E and fun with an F-U-N. That's not in the URL. Just wanted to say that. And hey, maybe you'd like a t-shirt version of the show wherever you are right now. 
Well, podswag.com has the hookup for you. We have a t-shirt of this footnote section right here. And we also have a t-shirt for Schmitty the Clam. Hey, that's me. You can get me on a tee if you're the kind of fun person who wants to do that. You're also probably the kind of fun person who likes other podcasts from Cracked. Cracked Movie Club is wrapping out its John Hughes month of November this week. We also have more TV talk on the way on Best Episode Ever. They just did an episode about Adventure Time with Teresa Lee last week that was a heck of a lot of fun. Their next episode about 30 Rock is out tomorrow. Subscribe to the feed for Best Episode Ever, which we're linking to, if you want to get that fun show. We've also got more Kurt Vonnegut's more cracked mailbag for our subscribers. Crack.com slash subscribe gets you there. And as far as this show goes, our theme music is Chicago Falcon by the Budos Band. Hear them on Daptone Records. Our episode was edited by Chris Souza. It was engineered and co-produced by Brett Rader. Find Brett at Brett, R-A-D-E-R on Twitter. And also on our new podcast, Best Episode Ever. Have I mentioned it? Check it out. And if you love this episode, that is great. If you hated it, let me know about it on social media. That's right, social media a network of giant modern tech companies that are surprisingly Nazi-friendly. Who knew? You can find me on Twitter under the name at Alex Schmitty. I'm also on the wider internet at my website, alexschmitty.com. And I'm happy to say we will be back next week with more Cracked Podcast. So how about that? Talk to you then. Earwolf is now on the Amazon Echo. They just released a new skill for the Echo smart speaker called Daily Earwolf. Now you can ask Alexa to play the funniest moments from your favorite Earwolf shows. Just download the Daily Earwolf skill from Amazon Skill Store. And if you're a fan of Hello from the Magic Tavern, and who isn't, you can also download Magic Tavern Adventure. <gasps> that sounds wonderful. It's a special interactive episode we did of Hello from the Magic Tavern where you can affect the choices we make in the podcast. <laughs> I don't think anyone can affect my choices. I want to interactive. No, Chunt, you interact. It, it just means that. Yeah, I want to interactive. Where's the door? So if you're listening to this right now and you want to say, Chunt, I wish you were not having this misunderstanding, you could yell that at your Amazon Echo and it would happen. Finally, you, dear listener, can help us choose our own adventure. Download these awesome new skills and remember, you can play any Earwolf podcast right from your Echo. New skills, time to level up. New skills, time to level up. Level, level up. I'm bad at being an Echo. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.